Thank you for listening. I love last week's short intro. And I think I'm just going to keep it that way. I know I can't be the only one who gets annoyed when you're watching YouTube. You're maybe searching for a tutorial. But first, you have to wait through a long intro and someone telling you to hit the like button and subscribe. Well, if you like, you can read the synopsis for this week's episode on the track description. I'll leave the more formal introductions for somebody else. My husband took my daughter and gave me some alone time today. I'm so used to feeling a constant sense of sensory overload that now that I'm alone, I don't know what to do. It's almost overwhelming thinking about possible activities. The time to myself is great, but there's this part inside of me that thinks once I finally calm down, they'll be back home. My dream when this is all over is to spend a solitary week in an emotional and spiritual sort of retreat. I'll order takeout because I've officially resigned from my position as home chef. Or maybe I was fired. No one in my family enjoys the healthy meals that I have spent hours and hours making for years from scratch. When I asked my husband what he would eat, he said box or frozen meals. Can you imagine? Keep it simple, he said. Now I prepare frozen meals like Amy's or anything else that's healthy-ish and or preservative-free. That's who I've become. And when my husband, side note here, saw the healthy selection of frozen meals, remember that's what he asked for, he still turned up his nose. I think the sound he made was something like, ugh. What he meant to say was that he really wants me to cook junk food, which will never happen. Going back to my retreat, I imagine I'd like to go to Europe somewhere because I'm brainwashed and it's been so romanticized. I'll get comfy in my rented Airbnb, but not too comfy because I always think about those stories of the hidden cameras in the rental properties. That has me a little on edge. I'll eat the local food because that's what you do when you're on vacation. And I'll sit on a balcony somewhere and read and think on repeat. I typically don't like how coffee tastes, but I even might drink some of that at a local cafe. I'll go to bed early and get at least 10 hours of sleep nightly. To feel a sense of internal peace and balance, I must have time alone to reflect and relax, really. I thrive off of rest and quiet so that later I can be loud and funny. Right now, the former is virtually impossible. Sometimes at the end of the day, I just want to turn my brain off and do nothing. I'll try watching several videos or scroll through various feeds, but the mindless vegging only heightens my agitation. If I'm going to function properly, I have to absorb the day's events, good, bad, ugly, whatever just happened to me. Not so easy when your family is with you all day every day, and that stimuli doesn't go away at bedtime. It doesn't disappear with the sunrise. It accumulates inside my psyche. Sometimes I can sneak away to my room, but once I'm there, I remember how starved I am for creative time. So I push my need for quieting thoughts aside. I'll work furiously on a project, even if it's just for a few minutes, 
because I never know when I might be interrupted. I might only get to work for a few minutes. The desperate feeling to be more than homeschool, cooking, cleaning, or laundry is so strong. I have not been allowing myself to rest. And thus, the cycle of overstimulation repeats. This is not a topic I wanted to explore this week, but these are the words that are coming out. It's actually been quite beneficial. I get to create another episode and simultaneously flush out some of my feelings. Today's July 4, and there's just a lot going on in the world. And our family is trying to make the best of it, but to say it's always easy, you and I both know that's a lie. This week, I started feeling uncharacteristically angry. Some people may confuse some of my behaviors for anger or hostility, but that has more to do with their cultural norms and less about my actual emotions. I definitely expressed my frustration several times this week, But what I'm describing is more of a consciousness of a feeling that I had within. I attribute it to hormones and my husband agreed. But I also know I've had some disappointments that seem to have compounded recently. There's a proverb that says, expectation postponed makes the heart sick, but a desire realized is a tree of life. I can relate to those words. Sometimes it can be so frustrating to work toward your goals, personal, professional, or even spiritual, and feel like you're just swimming in place. For many years, I linked achievements and failures to my level of self-worth. Think I'm a fool for feeling that way? Just have someone ask you what you do, have nothing to share that's concrete, and see how you feel too. This type of thinking that accomplishments, equal success is woven into the fabric of society. I joined an online forum to receive professional advice on how to care for my natural coiled coarse hair. I shared that one of my goals was to grow my hair to tailbone length. Before I trimmed it a few days ago, stretched, it reaches down to almost my bra strap. But the curl pattern is so tight that everyone around me, to them, it just looks like I'm sporting a TWA. A main stylist asked why that was my goal. She said long hair was annoying and time-consuming and her clients are busy professionals who basically don't want to spend forever on their hair. Somehow, those words really stung. Maybe she didn't mean for them to, but it played into my own insecurities. And again, I felt bad for being just a housewife with too much time, apparently. And no... I'm not a freak of nature for wanting longer hair. I've had the same hairstyle basically for most of my adult life, which is why I want something different. And no, I don't want a relaxer. Thank you. I've learned in recent years that believing my level of worth can be measured in direct correlation to the number of my successes, achievements, or accolades is destructive and inaccurate. I remind myself regularly of something I read in a Brene Brown book, which is, just my existing makes me worthy. I'm valuable now, not when or if I'm able to achieve certain things. Even still, I recognize it's healthy and human to want to strive to reach goals, which is why I keep trying, in spite of many failures. I recognize that this type of discussion will make some uncomfortable. Perhaps this type of reflection is nonsensical and a waste of time to you. But why? 
For a person like me, exploring my inner emotions is a worthy endeavor. Otherwise, I feel as if I'm living my life on autopilot. Have you ever been at the wheel driving during a long trip? After a while, the scenery starts to look the same. You don't go to sleep, but you kind of do. Because before you know it, you've driven over half of your journey, and it's surprised even you. No, I'm not talking about sleep apnea or narcolepsy. I call it going on autopilot. Maybe there is a more accurate term of which I'm not aware. But anyway, do you know what I'm talking about? It's like, before you know it, you're just going through the motions and part of your brain shuts off. Anyway, I don't want to live life on autopilot. Even though I get tired and being human can be exhausting, I want to live in the moment and lock positive events down into my memory. I want to remember my daughter singing with me, drawing pictures, and loving me unconditionally. When I am able to steal moments of creativity or have them generously gifted to me by my wonderfully supportive husband, I want to enjoy those moments and not constantly be thinking about the reward already. I want to remember that I'm good enough merely because I exist. I don't want to swim endlessly in the pool of self-pity. I want to count my blessings and not only display a sense of gratitude, but also feel it sincerely from within. The way that I do that is by taking time from me. It's not my being selfish. It's what I need to maintain my sanity. How can I help anyone else if I can't help me? Only when I can process the daily barrage of stimuli can I begin to be present and feel a greater sense of peace. I think as humans, we could all benefit from moments of self-reflection, even if you don't have sensory processing sensitivity like me. 